Hello and welcome back to Take a Sip Podcast. I'm Leche. And I'm Tito. And uh, Tito, I know this is a, another morning edition of Take a Sip for sure. So I don't know what you're drinking, but I'm drinking coffee for sure. Regular yeah. coffee. <laughs> I mean, I'm sticking with my iced coffee, homemade iced coffee. Homemade iced coffee? Yeah, sounds good, man. Um... We did a morning edition, I think, because I guess we we had some available time. So, we, and we I think we wanted to do a, a morning episode for some time now. So we just, you know, we just did it. <laughs> per se, we're just in it right now. Um, so we have a couple of stories, kind of like headline stories, a little bit that we want to talk about. Um, our first story is kind of. Kind of funny because they kind of threw it out of nowhere. Um, but I believe you told me it was part of the MTV movie awards or MTV awards, pretty much. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. So obviously MTV has their annual awards where they talk about the best host of certain TV shows or the best cast or live action or movie or music or whatever. Um, and Sometimes if there's certain celebrities, like we know in a lot of these award shows, they'll always put up in in memoriam segment. In memoriam, as in when um, Stan Lee passed or Robin Williams passed or whatever major celebrity. Um, The host this year for the MTV Awards was Nikki Glaser. Super funny comedian. Yeah. She can be seen as a little controversial, but she doesn't give an F. <laughs> and that's partially what what I love about her. Um, but she's super funny. Like, she's in a lot of those celebrity uh, roasts that you see also. Um, so she was a host. They did their thing. Um, but before the MTV Awards went live or whatever... Um, do, 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 what is it? On May twelfth, Ellen DeGeneres um, announced that her talk show uh, will no longer continue after this next season. So we know that Ellen obviously had some controversial stuff come up in the past year, year and a half. Yeah, about how yeah. she's not this. She preaches about smiling, rainbows and sunshine, loving your, you love like loving everybody. But she ended up being like celebrities and other um, staff members and and guests of the show ended up coming out saying that she was really rude. She was almost aggressive, like yeah, like she uh, had like a big ego and stuff like that. Stuff. Yeah. And so with all that, she came, they came out, she came out saying that the show will no longer continue after this season. Literally two, three days later, sorry, on May 14th, May 17th, um, the MTV awards happened. The whole uh, in memoriam section came up and it went over some of like uh, shows or or things about like Scott Disick and 
his dating age pool that's been also very yeah. tiptoey. Uh, <laughs> the show is the show Love is Blind, like all those like wedding, like live casted shows, you could say. Yeah. And the last thing that came up was the picture of Ellen and it's saying Ellen's Reign of Terror. 2003 to 2021. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that definitely stuck out to people. Yeah, that again, it's Nikki Glazer, so it had it was some comedic effect behind it, and it came out as funny too because it's like when you do an in memoriam, you do you remember the good things about somebody, you celebrate what was happening. When it's literally saying Ellen's reign of terror, you're celebrating something bad. And that was the joke if you didn't catch it the first time. <laughs> but it was just it, it definitely it, caught off, like caught people off guard. It was kind of awkward probably at the moment. Oh, a hundred percent. And it probably caught a lot of people like extremely off guard. But I mean, it was the, <sighs> How can I say it? Like, people were saying that Ellen backstage was just full of like racism and bullying and harassment in other ways. Yeah, she was notoriously mean to people. So to see them just grab something so negative and turn it into a joke really just caught the internet off guard if you haven't seen it. But I mean, that's really for that. <laughs> it, it, I just thought it was something like funny to to put up and like talk about really quick. I mean, what 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 do you think? I mean, yeah. I mean, if I watched it last night, I would have been like, "Oh, what the hell!" Like, I don't know where that came up. Like, yeah, I it would it would caught me, it would catch me off guard for sure if I ever saw that. If I did see that live for sure. But you even explaining the story to me, I was like, "Oh man!" Like. Damn, I can't believe they actually did that. Like, holy crap. <laughs> the, the tenacity to even freaking, you know, say something that something like that publicly, especially in an award show. <laughs> oh, I know. So that would that would catch me like, oh me, oh my god, like the embarrassment. Let alone the MTV award shows. It's probably one of the bigger award shows there is out there besides the obvious. <laughs> Tony and Global Awards or whatever, the Emmys and stuff. So to do something that risque in one of the yeah. biggest award shows out there, they're it's funny. Gonna be <laughs> yeah, they're like, she's out. Yeah. Either that or they're like, oh, they loved it. Like, you know, who knows, man? Sometimes it'd be awkward for those people. Yeah. They don't know what to do until ratings come in. And speaking about being awkward and waiting until ratings come in, I mean, <laughs> yeah, <a> good segue. <laughs> um, if you're not a Bostonian who listens to morning radio, this really isn't going to affect you much. But I mean, for us, anyways, who born and raised right here, morning car trips with our dads and stuff, listening to the morning radio. Mm -hmm. Um, there Everyone is a oh yeah, there is a morning show, um, called Maddie in the Morning, on Kiss One Hundred Eight, who is that is hosted by Matt Segal, um, legend. Oh, super! 
Um, this show's been on air since 1981. Yeah, man. I mean, it's been through what? 30 Two, years. Three, three 30 different years. generations. Yeah, three different yes. generations li- listening to this guy. Just picture that, dude. This oh, guy's yeah. been on radio for... Oh, shit, dude. So imagine 30 years of just a guy and his co-host or his assistant or whatever, just shooting the shit in the morning and talking about like popular topics and all that stuff. Um, But just recently, Maddie walked off his own show. I mean, literally in the middle, in the middle of it. It was live on air mm-hmm. when he just walked off. Yeah. Now, why did he walk off? That's the real question. Yes. So um, recently, Demi Lovato came out on uh, being non-binary and changing her pronouns to they, them. So for people who don't know, because literally you're probably one of them. Um, non-binary. No, I know. Oh, you I know. know. Okay. So non-binary is someone who doesn't really. I just, get, I just get confused on if some, like the point for me, I'll, we'll talk about it. Explain it. Sorry. Yeah. So non-binary is someone who doesn't really identify as male or female. There's somewhere in the middle that's, that they could like flow whichever way they want. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I yeah, I guess. I'm sorry. I don't know that <laughs> okay. much. Gotta, we gotta do more research on that. Yeah, well, the pronouns definitely are, correct us if we're wrong on that. Well, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's that's what it is. Um and then their pronouns are normally they them. Um again, that's because because they don't identify as he sh- he him, she, her. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then um, Maddie obviously is a very, is a much older white gentleman um, who's trying to keep up with the trends and stuff. And he's he doesn't hide it. Like during his shows, he's very... If he doesn't know something, if he doesn't understand it, he will mention it. He will say, I'm old. He's, I don't get it. My yeah, kids he's, have to He's teach very me. vocal about like, hey, like if I don't understand something, you gotta explain it to me. You yeah, know, which I, is why for me, being a queer person in, in the Boston area, um that's why I enjoy listening to him because he does yeah. bring up these conversations between yeah. the he's very open to it the very older open. and the younger and he's literally for everybody he is he like he's very independent so it's not that he's democratic or republican mm-hmm. it's just a simple conversation with mostly himself but he has other people that he could bounce ideas off to um like have a little back and forth to his conversations. So in the middle of him bringing up these topics, uh, the topic of Demi Lovato coming out, um, he gets a text message from his bosses saying, oh, don't talk about this. Move on to something else. And that's where the controversy controversy lies. Because now... 
how is he supposed to run a show if they're going to tell him what to not to talk about? Exactly. If he is now going to get censored over having a simple conversation on air. Yeah, exactly, dude. And this is where he brings up that it's almost like someone running into the middle of of just a regular road because you're going to get hit from one way from the older Republican Democrats, very um, like hardcore conservatives, conservatives in a way. And then from the other side, you're going to get hit from the younger. Um, like what's what's the word? Um, political correctness type of younger generation. So it's like if he talks about it, he gets hit from if he talks about it, he gets hit from one side. If he skims over it and doesn't really hit the topics, even though that's something he's known for doing, he gets it from the other side. And and again, if it's something he's been dealing with for a while and it's this was probably just the straw that broke the camel's back. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I mean. Um. Man, I've been listening to this guy for so freaking long. Like, I don't see what he did wrong, even talking mm. about it or mentioning it. Yeah. If anything, it's a good thing that he's talking about. I don't know what word for word he said, you know, correct us if he says something like that is invalidating. But for sure, like if he's just bringing the point like, oh, yeah, she came out as this and that, just telling you the news and then what he thinks about it, whatever. Like if he says something mean about it, then, yeah, I would not agree with him. But if he's just mentioning it and be like, oh, you know, like, that's that's cool that she came out as that, you know, that's that's interesting. You know, that you know, if he's just saying it just to point it out, then it's fine. I don't see anything wrong with that. He's just validating her like, oh, now she's this, you know, there you go. Right. That's I don't see anything wrong with that. In my opinion. No. And again, it's um, so. He just started the conversation. He was barely right. starting the conversation, apparently. Like just and, getting into it, right? Yeah, and it would. And Maddie in the Morning is a comedy morning show. So obviously, he did it in the context of some jokes. I'm not sure what the jokes were. Um, but all I do know is that he was starting the conversation up when he got those text messages of stop it, move on. And there is a video, if you are on Twitter or even on the uh, boston.com where it did during the article page, there is a video that someone, I guess, did record of the moment that, um, that Maddie walked off the air and it is uh, the Twitter user is Mike Saccone at Mike Saccone TV. If you want to uh, watch it or whatever, but I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's just hard to really talk. Cause think in mind, like even during the presidency of the orange, he had to bring that up. At one point, he was going to have to bring up conversations about Trump. Yeah, there was no way not to avoid. And even then, um, 
unfortunately, like there are Republicans in Boston. So if it is a comedy show, the older Republicans are going to defend Trump. And then if he's not talking about Trump, the younger generation that does listen to him is now calling him unwoke or he's not woke because he's not bringing these conversations up. Like you're never going to win. And it, yeah, you're eventually going to get irritated, especially during the pandemic that we just had, like yeah. dealing with stuff like that. Like how, how, like I get it. And 30 years for a radio host is crazy time. Yeah, dude. I don't, I don't, I still don't see like, I don't know. That's, I think this is like a bigger problem though. This is more of a like, because it starts off with like, this one guy in this radio, but I think it's much bigger than that. It's the whole censorship shit, like what you're not allowed to say or what you're allowed to say. Yeah. Certain things or what, like if you can't get political because you're not a political like figure or anything like that, like people are going to like turn away from you or go against you and stuff like that. It's, it's very hard. It's a very fine gray line that, and I think he crossed a little bit on their end, but on my, in my eyes, I don't think he crossed it yet. Mm. Unless he said something negative, then that's you know. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna have to go back and listen and see what he actually did say, but but yeah, like you said, it's. I don't think he did anything wrong. I don't, I don't think, think he so said either. anything wrong, because like he's, like he's an older gentleman. Like he's not gonna know everything, because. I mean, the it, that, like, look at the internet so much. Look at technology. Technology within the past twenty years alone has has been like shooting crazy. Sorry, he's been alive forty years, nineteen eighty one to twenty uh, to twenty twenty one. That's forty years on the air. So, I mean, forty years on air, and look at how much technology has advanced. Just in the last 10 years. Now quadruple that. Like it's been crazy. Like we've barely got internet going like throughout the 90s and stuff. Mm-hmm. So just to see that this guy survived that long, like through all this generation oh, yeah. technology, just literally like unfold before his eyes. And he's still a radio host. Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind of nuts to me. I remember like other radio shows that I used to listen to with my dad in the car and then over the years, like those slowly died off or had it like get shut down or whatever. And yeah, we were always able popular. to, yeah, we were always able to turn back to Maddie in the morning and listen to him. So I don't know. Um, it could have just been in, in, in the moment type of walk off thing, mm-hmm. but I believe Maddie also came out saying that. that he was just done with it and um, he was just going to walk away from it and cool his head off. But most likely it does not look like we will be having Maddie in the morning on air again. (laughs) Yes. Another, another legend bites the dust because of censorship. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was bound to happen. Oh, 
I mean, no offense, but he's getting old. The new generation doesn't like the type of talk that he does probably and stuff like that, which is unfortunate, you know, missed opportunity for the younger, younger, like mm-hmm. listeners that actually enjoy him because he, he is a good host. Honestly, mm-hmm. yeah. like he's yeah. a respectable, like literally uh, radio star, in my opinion, but for sure. Yeah. But I mean, if he does end up leaving like 100 percent, then yeah. Yeah. unfortunate legend will be gone 100 percent. because like like you said if he ha- if you haven't heard any of his shows if you're not a bostonian or you are younger um he did a lot of conversation starters it's it he, whether he has his own views or his own opinions about things it was always a conversation starter Mm-hmm. in the morning and he's had he's had his fair share of arguments with oh, with oh, yeah. the other hosts with the other co-hosts that he has or guests or whatever but they know it's just a conversation mm-hmm. it's like me and you could go right now about what's the best pokemon out there and we might argue over who the best pokemon is. we'll agree to disagree because literally it's our opinion exactly like we thing. understand like I'm not going to make you say that Empoleon's the best starter Pokemon out there. Yeah, exactly. Well, because I would disagree be like, oh, uh, no, it's freaking Abra, you know, or something like that, you know. I said starter, but yeah, sure, we could go. Whatever, dude. <laughs> exactly, that's the point I'm trying to get at. It doesn't matter. It doesn't Abra matter. should be a starter. <laughs> yeah, dude, imagine, dude, holy shit, that would be my pick, 100%, dude. <laughs> It's oh, like, gosh. what is a starter? Holy shit. Abra, Ghastly, and like a Bellsprout are your new starter Pokemon. Oh, still Abra, bro. Really? Still, dude, I would yeah, go with Abra. Ghastly because no. Gengar was my. Alakazam will clap fucking Gengar's cheeks, bro. Let's go. Get on Pokemon right now. Let's do this. That, very, that switched so fast. Dude. Get on Pokemon Go. Let's go. You're Alakazam was my Gengar. <laughs> of changes right there. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there is a very, very low chance that Maddie might come back, but it is seeming very unlikely within the next few days. Unfortunate, dude. Yeah. What about well, this you? next story is kind of like the opposite. It's very fortunate. <laughs> <laughs> for us nerds, we're going back to nerd news. Now. And for DC, if this actually fucking, like for D- for Warner Brothers DC, if they actually managed to do it well mm-hmm. as well. So the news here in this article is they're making an animated movie for the Injustice Gods Among Us, pretty much. And it's been officially announced that they're going to actually do it. And DC Warner Brothers is going to like do the animation for it. And whatnot. All right. First of all, let's, it, yes, it was officially announced, but it was just very like sweep under the rug type of announcement. Yeah, that's why I was like, oh, man, what does that mean though? Yeah. Like you would think this is bigger news for sure. Which but, I mean, for us, it is. <laughs> So they they announced it during the announcement of Batman The Long Halloween Part 2. And they just slowly threw it in there like, oh, yeah, Injustice, Gods Among Us is getting a movie adaptation. But here's the Batman thing. And it's like, no, like, you can't do that. (laughs) Yeah, like, you can't do that. What are you doing? Yeah. I think it's because they barely announced it. So we won't even see anything related to that. 
probably for like another two years, probably. I'm yeah. assuming. But that's that's pretty exciting though that they're making that. And it's an actual like animated movie, dude. Holy crap! I mean, the video game was fucking dope. Like both of them, yeah, for sure. Like, like story wise, especially the first one. The first one was very interesting story wise. Mm-hmm. Um, that alone, the cutscenes alone for Injustice Two. For Injustice uh, Gods Among Us, the cutscenes of the video game, it's longer than two hours. I believe it's almost mm-hmm. three hours. Almost three hours, yeah. Worth of cutscenes. So they could technically cut that into two movies if yeah, they get, if they get the right dialogue, the right uh, script going, and the right voice actors and stuff. Like you can make two movies out of this alone, because there are good places where you can stop to then continue the second movie from that cliffhanger that you left off in the first one. Yeah. I think like a good, like pretty much how the video game ended pretty much the first one, like, Oh, like, you know, spoiler alerts for people who haven't seen or played, uh, you know, injustice gods among us where Superman gets arrested and they should end off right there, him getting arrested and whatever, and then open up and breaking out or whatever the, the consequences years later that happened for God's Among Us 2 when our Injustice 2, whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they could potentially split this into a two a two movie thing mm-hmm. if they play their cards right and if the animation's good. You know, there's a whole there's a lot of variables for them to go off of that. But yeah. man, the potential if this actually turns out really fucking good, dude. Because it is an alternate universe yeah, of what so is happening here. So, I mean, yeah, because they've already done a whole bunch of thing with the whole Doomsday movies. Because, again, for DC, their animated movies are, are top, great. Are top here, dude. They're really not looking good. Not their... <laughs> not the no, live not versions. The, not the D, DC EU. Not that. Definitely not. DC Yeah. DCU. DCU. Um, but yeah, I mean, if this is getting turned into a movie, I can't wait to see it. I want more information. Right now, there's not really a set release date. Like I'm saying, um, it's probably just in the talks of making it. I don't think it's like out there. Like, oh, it's going to happen, you know, the next year, like, you know, type of thing. I think it's in the, like, oh, it's on the board, you know, you could say right now. Like, oh, yeah, we're going to release this. Don't know when, but we're going to release it. Trust me. Well, that's (laughs) the thing. That's the thing, though. If they're just, like, slightly throwing it out there and seeing who pays attention or not, I think they have a lot of it going already. You get me? Like, they might have, like, the animations and the costume designs and the words, like, the script all sets. They're probably just waiting to actually be able to do, like, voiceovers and the voice checks with the actors. So, for me, I'm probably, like, even IGN, as they put it, I'm giving it probably till the end of the year. And I'm pretty sure. Trailer or something, or when it comes out? I don't think animation is that fast, dude. I don't think it's animation is that fast. But if they're announcing that they're going to make an adaptation, they would not announce it this early before they even have some sort of animation going. We might get a trailer with it. If we if we get a trailer before the end of July, 
then yeah, it's definitely coming out this year, like a hundred percent. It might come out in October, like all we know. Probably. You know? Yeah. But if we don't get one, and if we get one like mid August, it won't come out until early next year. I that's a hundred percent. I'm that's my guess, you know, that's not like you or anything like that. That's how usually how like oh, trailers works. for movies and stuff goes, whatever. It literally comes out like four to five months after the trailer is announced. So unless it unless you want to be like fucking Apex and literally no announcement, it just fucking comes out out of nowhere. <laughs> That's true. Eh, very doubtful though. I feel like they're gonna have some sort of organization going into it. I mean hopefully. 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 Yeah. All right, and you brought up also that Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Yeah, so this mm-hmm. is pretty much like like the Master Chief collection for Mass Effect. It literally just brings all. I think this is all three games. No, I think it might be the first one only. I'm not sure. Um, no, I don't I'm saying all three. Oh, okay, so it's all three pretty much brought up to like HD, whatever you know, like remastered. Like the textures are better, the graphics are better, and all that stuff. So, people were hoping it's more of a like, oh, like you know, not a good thing. Like people like love the nostalgia because it's been 15 years since like the first launch of the first Mass Effect. Um, so people really enjoyed like the first two Mass Effects for sure, and the remaster just brought them back. Like, oh shit, with the new graphics and stuff like that. <clears throat> but um. I think the third one is where people really didn't like at all. Like you, when it originally even showed up, they didn't like it at all because of how it, the story ended. It ended kind of on a cliffhanger still. Um, and they never resolved the story. <laughs> um, but even in this legendary edition, they brought back Mass Effect 3. Um, and I believe it didn't come with the dlc that the original mass effect 3 came with like with the multiplayer and all that stuff and people were like really criticizing it because it didn't come with the new multiplayer and stuff like that i mean the old multiplayer and shit like that like oh um how halo does with the master chief collection how it even brings back like the multiplayer for each game and stuff like that so if you want to go and play halo 2's multiplayer you have you could go into that specifically but Mass Effect didn't get multiplayer until three, and it didn't come with that. So people were very disappointed with that, and they saw it as a, like a problem and stuff like that. Even with the price tag, you know that it has for all three games. Yeah, I think it was like seventy or eighty bucks or whatever. Yeah, like they said, it wasn't worth it because Mass Effect Three multiplayer was really good when it initially launched, and people enjoyed it. So them not having that now, they say they told they. <sighs> How, how do they put it? It's very like a loss for, for them, for that game. Mm. No matter how beautiful and nostalgic it is, it wasn't worth them buying it. So. Um, I get it. I mean, yeah, if one of your games or some of your games is included with um, multiplayer and then you remaster it and you're not going to have multiplayer again, Bioshock 2. 
Um, <laughs> that's a good example. That's a good example. I mean, we only played it a few rounds. <laughs> um, yeah, it just seems a little weird. Like, why not update it? Because then after, like, let's say they do update it, now how are they going to get in, get it into the game? You get me? Without it being its own separate game. Yeah. Unless they want to do the douchebag round and sell it. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. And again, if it is Mass Effect and there are so many people hyped for it, give them everything. Don't half-ass it and just, yeah, for lack of a better terms, don't just stick the tip in. <laughs> just do the whole damn thing. <laughs> or just tease, bro. Just put that shit in. <laughs> um, but honestly, just like the Halo. Like the uh, Master Chief mm-hmm. Collection, bro. Like literally, they brought everything. Like they every single everything. thing that was on those games previously was brought on. I have it too. I got it free with my Xbox. Yeah, I so bought it. <laughs> like I, mean, I don't see why they did. Why they didn't do the same thing? And it's I believe it's their opportunity. Yeah, and I think they even updated it or are re-updating it even more. For the new Xbox series. Yeah. And it's still going to be complete. Like the full online player mode and all that stuff. Because <laughs> even on PC players, PC players are playing all sorts of mods and games, mini games that people can create from it. So, mm-hmm. I mean, they're having a blast on, on PC. Yeah. But yeah, it is very... It, it's almost backhanded not adding the multiplayer to a full revamped game. It's a little weird on why yeah, they did that. Yeah, it's very strange, dude. You said Bioshock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Bioshock was understandable. Bioshock. Yeah, no one actually going. played the multiplayer. Like That's like if they removed the DLC for fucking um, Infinite. For the third one, yeah. Yeah, it's like if it? they delete, the, like if they do a remaster and not include the fucking two DLCs, like what the fuck the point? Because it literally ties everything together. Yeah, <laughs> it's 100%. so stupid. Yeah. Oh yeah. Anything else to add, dude? No, dude. No. All right. Where can <laughs> where can people find you? You can find me at uh, Instagram at Leche Minuesa. Or you guys can follow me and watch my Twitch at uh, <laughs> uh, TechnoFreak95. There you go. Uh, you could follow me everywhere on Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch at One Alpha Penguin, and follow the podcast on Instagram and Twitter at Take a Sip underscore Pod. Go to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash take a sip and like, follow, subscribe, hit the bell, do all the things. Um, all the buttons. <laughs> all the buttons. Drink some water. Go for a walk. And we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. See you.